You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch podcast. It's Monday, August 22nd. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. Rising interest rates are putting apartment refinancing at risk. How is Portland's downtown recovery going versus other cities? And highlights from a new Freddie Mac multifamily report. HFO's podcasts are sponsored by Gantry Incorporated, the country's largest independent mortgage banking firm focused exclusively on commercial real estate. HFO is your leading multifamily firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. In the last two years, competing for apartment properties hasn't been that lighthearted. Buyers often have to battle with 40 or 50 other groups to secure an asset. Even if they came out ahead, they need to, in some cases, throw caution to the wind and agree to pay a price they would have thought unimaginable a few years ago. In the coming years, however, these buyers, especially the ones that use floating debt rate, could face new challenges, refinancing the properties they bought to secure just a year or two ago. There is no question that owners who bought aggressively could face issues if interest rates continue to climb and values ultimately fall. But there's a wide variety of opinions about what the issues will be. Some see potential doom and gloom scenarios with keys being handed over to banks and properties sold at distressed prices. But others see strong apartment fundamentals, a wave of debt capital and banks willing to work with borrowers to limit the damage. Over the past two years, apartment properties hit prices never seen before, fueled by huge demand and minuscule interest rates. The buyers who paid a premium for those properties with high leverage, floating rate debt on bridge loans may soon face challenges, though. For folks that have been buying multifamily at 3% caps, financing their debt in three years in rising interest rate environment is going to be difficult. There are a lot of owner-operators out there who are pushing leverage on floating rate bridge debt that are going to have some issues down the line. If they can't meet their debt service payments or the loan is reaching maturity, these owners could suddenly face refinancing risk. If interest rates go up significantly from there, a lot of people may be in a position where they would have to give their property back. So... What about lender conversions? For any trouble owners, the first call is usually to the lender. Most lenders would rather work with their borrowers than have their property taken back. During the global financial crisis of 2008, many apartment owners worked out issues with banks rather than returning the property. In some cases, borrowers may even have discussions to lock in an interest rate cap. If you have a property with a variable interest rate loan, you may want to lock in an interest rate today. You have to put cash in the refi instead of pulling cash out, but owners want to put cash in to have some security so that they're locked in for an interest rate that they can live with. Interest rate caps have become a lot more expensive. With many debt fund loans that aren't replacement cap escrows in place, so sponsors will have to purchase replacement caps. While in some cases, facing cash flow sweeps caused by rapid increase in secured overnight interest rate, even if business plans are on track. How is Portland's downtown recovery going versus other cities? A study published by the University of California, Berkeley, says Portland's downtown is one of the slowest to recover after the pandemic compared to other large cities. The data comes from 62 cities across the U.S. and Canada, with with Portland currently ranked 60. Researchers at UC Berkeley mapped two years' worth of cell phone data to see how many people are going back to downtown businesses, such as shops and restaurants. For the last two years, downtown Portland is consistently ranked in the bottom half, with the exception of one time at the beginning of the pandemic. Downtown Portland ranked close to the very bottom, starting in September 2020, after the city experienced a summer of nightly protests that often turned violent. When the polling company DHM Research reached out to Portlanders to find out what their concerns were, the top responses were visible homelessness, concerns about safety, whether that's a shooting or interacting with a person in a mental health crisis, trash litter, boarded up buildings, were the things that were at the top of Portlanders' minds. The UC Berkeley study says downtown Portland has recovered 41% of pre-pandemic traffic, only behind two other cities, Cleveland and San Francisco. And some highlights for a new Freddie Mac multifamily report. While multifamily fundamental growth held strong in the first half of 2022, 
Government-sponsored mortgage lender Freddie Mac anticipates the pace of growth will moderate through the rest of the year and expects multifamily origination volume to contract between $440 billion and $450 billion, down 8 to 10% from 2021. Inflation and volatile treasury rates are among the major headwinds, pushing against multifamily growth, according to the Freddie Mac Multifamily Mid-Year Report. The likelihood of a recession has risen from the first half of the year to the second, and rising interest rates have cut into multifamily volumes as borrowers and investors avoid volatile environments. Despite these expectations, Freddie Mac maintains that fundamentals will remain strong and gross multifamily income will outperform year-end expectations. The lender's origination volume projections for the second half of 2022 are contingent on the economy staying on a stable path for the rest of the year with a strong labor market, only moderate price appreciation, and a stable 10-year treasury rate. Rent growth rose 16% year-over-year in June 2022, and multifamily demand remains high despite rising costs, mostly owing to strong household formations. Counter to the mortgage lender's expectations, demand hit an all-time high of 700,000 units in the first quarter of 2022, then moderated to about 430,000 in the second. Overall, Freddie Mac expects 6.8 gross multifamily income growth in 2022. While the national vacancy rate is projected to remain flat at 4.8%, this prediction includes vacancy rate drops in more than 60% of markets that Freddie Mac covers, particularly in the Northeast and Midwest. Gross incomes are expected to rise across all markets tracked by Freddie Mac, with Florida and Southwest markets expected to outperform the country as a whole. Demand and rent growth are moderating, but fundamentals are still expected to remain strong in the second half of 2022. Looking ahead to 2023, Freddie Mac expects gross income growth to fall to 4.3% and vacancy rates to rise to 5.1%. The multifamily industry is well positioned to weather the economic uncertainty and interest rate volatility impacting the broader economy throughout the rest of the year. Rent growth and occupancy will remain above their long-running averages. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent HFO TV interviews. We have an interview with Dr. Michael Havlick, talking about opportunities for property management students at PSU. HFO TV videos are available on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Department Investor blog, available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.